0: It Welcome back to D1 Rejects, episode 87. Uh, I'm your host, Kobe Manzo. With me today, both on their phones, not showing great attentiveness to start our podcast today. Ty Sean King. Ty?
1: We locked in on the part, man. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what's going on. <laughs>
0: and Trev's with us tonight as well. Trev? Glad to no be words for the audience tonight. Just, to just so focused. <laughs> I'm... It's good, man. We're going to have a good episode. Uh, we got Drake Reed joining us today or tonight from uh, Wayne State University in the Gleak. And uh, really excited to talk to him because Tyrone Wheatley, we've talked about it a little bit on the podcast, the new head coach at Wayne State. He said only for a couple weeks he's been there, right? So the former All American running back at Michigan went on to have a decent career in the NFL, better than decent career in the NFL, coached for the NFL in five year, for five years. And uh, he's now taking the head job down in Detroit at Wayne State. Talk to Drake about that. Ferris State is playing a D1 team this year. Pretty exciting stuff. They released their schedule earlier today, and uh, we had kind of known about that. There have been some things leaked over the summer, that um, that was going to be the case. So we'll kind of touch back up on that. See what kind of bank Ferris is making going out to uh, Montana. So we'll talk about them and the, playing the Grizz. That game is going to be crazy. It is going to be awesome. Like, I'm That's really, I'm unreal. really excited for that, dude. That's going to be sick. Um, Super Bowl recap. We're not going to give you the whole breakdown of the game. I think everyones that's all anyone's seen for the last week. But uh, sure. just talk about it a little bit because I feel like we should, right? And uh, more importantly, the Twitter beef because that's what we're here for. That's definitely what we're here for. I didn't come for the Twitter shenanigans. yeah I'm here for it. So that means y'all are here for it.
2: Sir, yes, sir. Sir, yes, sir.
0: <laughs> and uh, finally, XFL kicks off spring season this weekend. Uh, first year under the new ownership uh, with Dwayne The Rock Johnson and um, – Danny Garcia, I believe her name is. I I'm, hopefully I'm, I'm not messing that one up, but um, those guys are hopefully going to do a good job. I'm so interested I' interested to
1: see how that works.
0: Yeah, Cause, And they're starting before the USFL, which I think is probably a plus right? Cause it'll be the first spring football that people mm-hmm. see. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Um, but as always watch this episode on YouTube. Don't forget if you are watching, use that little red bar bottom of the screen, time stamps and uh, just go fast forward. Any part that sounds interesting there. Otherwise listen pretty much anywhere. Apple podcasts, Spotify, follow us on Twitter. D one underscore rejects on Instagram and TikTok at division one rejects to see highlights from the show and to see Ty's crazy eyes talking about Jason Kelsey and his wife.
1: She didn't have a baby in the hot dogs, stand. She didn't. She didn't even have a baby. I was saying, I don't even think she delivered one, right? Yeah, she didn't have a baby. Did all that all that I G N for nothing. <laughs> she brought two.
0: She was running. We, we were talking about she was going to bring one OB. She ended up bringing both. T- she two of bring them. Neither. To
1: not have a baby. It's Rihanna should have brought her YGn.
0: <laughs> that was a grand reveal,
1: right? Like, nobody knew about that? Was well, that I'm, like... Me and Tevion watching the game. I'm like, <laughs> she either didn't recover from her baby or she's pregnant again. <laughs> I'm like, because she got a, that she was got a first stomach thought. on her. She, st- <laughs> she either didn't recover from the baby or she's pregnant again. And I'm like, all right, maybe I'm tripping. Yeah, and I'm watching Rihanna, so I'm not on my phone. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Rihanna was going crazy. Of course. Get on my phone. Everybody's, yeah, Rihanna's on pregnant On a floating again. platform. I'm like, all right, she was pregnant. All right, that makes sense. I thought I was tripping at first. I'm like, maybe the 75 inch is just too crazy for my eyes right now. <laughs> that it makes Rihanna look pregnant. But nobody else looked pregnant, so
0: You imagine she pregnant up there about a couple hundred feet off the ground. And that bitch was wobbling.
2: Did you see the one uh you saw ex, that the one like extra or whatever dancing? Almost, Almost fell. Almost fell. Shut did up.
1: You Are you serious? Yeah. No, I did not see that. Yeah. On one of the platforms? Yeah. You this saw girl were... I went to high school It was a backup dancer there. Are you serious? Yeah. Shout out to her, man.
0: Uh, that's pretty sweet. You see, they're all cabled in at least, though. They had yeah. like something, so they weren't like free balling it up. You know, the
1: fireworks was so fake. Were they, bro?
0: I don't know. How could you? You could fake fireworks, like, I guess yeah, you I could. on TV. Yeah,
2: I guess you
1: could, bro. They they didn't look real at all. They I looked so. They it. like Shrek. They like Shrek yeah. fireworks.
2: I wasn't really. You think so, to
1: bro? I'm watching. I felt it. like those were real for I the amount know. of fireworks in an open stadium. Those were in the stadium. They were outside the those stadium. Are, those are
2: behind the stadium. I thought they were outside. It was
1: going above, like in towards the stadium.
2: Yeah, it's way above the stadium.
1: No. The no, way I yeah. saw
0: it, they, they got the camera here and Rihanna's here, right? And so the camera's coming back and pointing up and kind of revealing that I'm, gap in this in the ceiling. I'm talking like, about
1: I'm talking about the when they showed like the whole stadium. You know how high the fireworks gotta be in the air before they go off? Yeah, they were going off right above the stadium.
0: I think that might be I don't, that might be true. I don't know, but
2: now I want to know.
0: I know we'll, we might have to do a little research when we come back to this segment. But before, let's go to our conversation with Drake Reed from Wayne State. Join us tonight, All at Corner out of Wayne State. He's a team captain for the Warriors. Enough said right there. Drake Reed, what's going on, man? Excited to get you on.
3: Hey man, just started winter ball this week, so you know we're we're running on fumes a little bit. But I'm super excited to be here, man. Thank you for having me.
0: Hell yeah, dude. What is uh
3: winter ball? What is winter ball in, in Detroit? What does that look like for you guys? Uh just Tuesday, Thursday, Friday early. We're usually checking in around 530. Uh, getting into the math eye, the uh athletic complex we got over there. And um, you know, just getting in, whether it's it depending on the day, Tuesdays we'll do some speed school, some conditioning after. Uh Thursday, we'll do some agilities, more uh position centric drills, and then some condition after again and then Tomorrow morning, we got competition day, so that's a little bit more Hell fun. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah.
0: That's awesome, dude. We got to get some of those. I know I saw, um, what was it? West Florida had, I don't know if you're familiar, in a D2 down in Florida, they had some playoff runs. They had, like, the competition day, but they had, you know, the guys, like, do the tug of war and whatever. Yeah, yeah. You talking about the little, they had, the little thing? Yeah, they had this little thing. It was, like, two handles on either side. I had never seen them before. Like, they made it just for a competition day.
1: They used that? No, they used that instead of the uh, tires. Yeah, exactly. I don't know
0: the one you pull? Yeah. yeah. yeah but it yeah. was – yeah, you, like,
2: I, fill it with water, and then, like, there's handles on it. Is that what you're talking about?
0: No, it was, like, flat. I don't know. I've never I've never seen this thing before. But I'm just – we got to get you guys something – we need to get you guys something unique. All right. I don't know if you're pulling tires. I don't know what you're doing. But uh, I think everyone needs to get – needs to get on that train. It's pretty sweet. But uh, I just wanted to ask, like, what's the the vibe of – from you guys right now on the team? Obviously, Coach Whitley getting in there, and um, I would have to imagine – people are pretty stoked about that but what's the what's the mood from the guys right now
3: Oh man uh excited for sure you know uh the process kind of getting him into into the program you know with any new coach it's going to take some time to really get him settled in yep. and so you know this week has really been the first time we've been able to be around him in you know uh competitive atmosphere in a in a coach player atmosphere truly and um you know he knows ball and you could just see how passionate and how much he loves the sport and, you know, he's very open about it. And he talks about his experiences all the time. And, um, you know, him being from the Detroit area yep. Uh, and, you know, raised the way he was and going through the things that he's gone through and all the successes that he's had, man, it's, it's you know, it's exciting to have a guy like that leading your program. And, um, you know, the guys are all fired up. You know, he's a he's a passionate dude. He brings the energy to everything that he does. And so I feel like it's really rubbing off on a lot of the guys.
0: Hell yeah! I was listening to his presser, and we talked about it a little bit on the show. But I was like, I never even visited Wayne State. I never nothing. He had me ready to go run through a wall or something, (laughs) dude. He it was sweet. Like, and not pressers can be so hit or miss with guys, especially because it's their first impression in front of you know their fans, their audience, their even their players and their families. Like, I think a lot of guys are just worried about not saying the wrong thing. I mean, yeah. He came out, he was, like you said, the passion, I think, was mm-hmm. was super evident. And he's got reason for that. He was an All-American at Michigan. And then you talk about his experience uh, in, in the NFL as a player Then he coached five years in the league. That, uh, I think it's going to rub off on you guys. I would hope so. I just feel like, you know, talk about how important that is that he's been a dude at not only mm-hmm. the college level, but the pro level. And you have a lot of guys on the team that I'm sure are trying to follow in his footsteps.
3: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, from a role model standpoint, you know, it's huge being that uh, having the experiences that he has at every single level. And, you know, with that comes the football knowledge and knowing not just the game of football itself from X's and O's standpoint, but, man, from a fundamental standpoint. I mean, you know, when you talk about uh, uh, training your body and and going through things like winter conditioning, which is always tough, you know, uh, the things that he, he talks about and he coaches through and he goes over, man, are they're so basic. It almost makes you, you know, kind of second guess yourself. You're like, <laughs> I, I, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like going through drills, he's stopping the drills, just little corrections, little nuances of the game. You know, it's, it's really cool to see.
0: Yeah. Do I really know the game? He's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I really know. I really know the game. I like that though. That's good. Cause I mean, that's, that's eye opening stuff. And you know, it doesn't have to always be groundbreaking shit that takes you to the next level. It could be like minor fundamental tweaks to your game and, um, I guess we could use you as an example of, of someone like that. As far as you come in red shirt, 2019, 2020, obviously not a season there. Then you go on to be honorable mention all conference and then solidify yourself as a second team guy. The stock is like this, right? Just like no, up, I, up and up. So common sense and any type of investor would have to argue that you could be one of the best in the league at your position this year. What do you, uh, you know, how do you approach that mindset heading into the, into the fall?
3: Oh, man, well, I appreciate that, first of all. I mean, you know, uh, I just try to come in every single day with the same mindset I've had, you know, since the first second I walked on campus, you know. Like you talked about being a redshirt, going through COVID. I mean, I remember through that COVID year, man, like I was still probably third on the depth chart mm-hmm. in at, at the field corner position, you know what I'm saying, through that entire offseason, through spring ball even. Uh, so going to that 2021 season, you know, it wasn't like I was expecting to be, you know, one of the starting main guys, but you know, guys get hurt and uh, you know, guys end up leaving after that COVID year and you get your opportunity and and thankfully, you know, I I put in the work and uh coaches noticed it. So, you know, it's just kind of again, going in every single day like with that mindset that you're at the bottom and you got to keep climbing up to the top and um, you know, a big focus for me too this offseason is just trying to lead my guys in the best way I can. Yep. You know, the uh the harder I work and the harder that uh, I'll push to make myself better. Um, none of that really matters if I'm not trying to bring as many guys with me as I can. So, you know, that's been a big focus for me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And, like, we'll talk about a lot, too. Like, you guys and us, like, <laughs> super similar situations, I'd say. Right? As far as, A, the new coach. Um, also, just the time of the year and kind of figuring out roster. And you guys are having a little bit more of a stable coaching staff. Or we're trying to still fill a lot of positions up here. Um, but then, like, not to mince words, like, where we sit at in the conference is kind of a big thing, right? And that's something I want to talk about is, like, look at the last year for you guys. I'm not going to, you know, go saying you won and lost this game, but just these games, I'll go down this list here. Our game with you guys, a one score that came down to the fourth quarter. Davenport comes in there. They barely get out with a win. You almost ruined what was really a Cinderella season for them a little bit early, and that one had to have been heartbreaking. It sounded like it came down to the last minute, which was not expected really from any of us. Um, But credit to you guys, Saginaw wins by one score. You guys lose at Michigan Tech by one point. And it's like, you just feels like, and we've been in this position. We feel this. You need that little push. You need whatever it is to get you on the other side of that hump. And then all of a sudden, those those 50-50 battles, those 50-50 matchups start uh, going in your favor. Mm -hmm. How do you do it, man? Where do you get the push from? I'm I'm assuming, you know, coach is definitely going to help with that transition. But but talk to me about that. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know. The new coaches staff definitely going to help. But at the end of the day, it comes down to us as players. You know what I'm saying? And and coming into this offseason, you know, that was a big focus for us was, you know, uh, starting in January, we, we actually, you know, as you know, we just got our coach about a, a few weeks ago. So yep. we didn't really know who was going to be leading us. But, you know, at the end of the day, our main focus was to essentially do – as much as we could to eliminate those 50, 50 games, kind of like mm-hmm. you said, you know, um, as cliche as it might sound, man, that extra rep or that extra, you know, whatever it may be, that could be a deciding factor in those games, you know, and, and, and in those games, you know, a lot of the, the problems in our team kind of show, you know, the inexperience, the youth, um, you know, not necessarily being totally cohesive as a team, um, you know, when those things come back to hit you and, um, you know, uh, we, it's, it wasn't one of those things where, oh, we were just gassing out in the fourth quarter. We felt like we were in one of the best-shaped teams in the country. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, football is not just a physical game. It's a mental game. Uh, yeah. you know, And that's another thing we've been trying to focus on is just trying to get everybody, you know, to learn more football. Just continue to get in those playbooks, continue to watch film, continue to just grow together. And, and hopefully those games are going to turn around for us.
0: Yeah. And we're going to talk about it a little bit, but, like, I think prime example of that, Super Bowl – like crazy ass game or crazy ass plays on both sides of the ball throughout the entire game. And then you have the hold at the end of the game that gets chiefs in field goal position. And that's Mm -hmm. all anyone wants to talk about, right? Is that last play? And yeah, is that a mistake? Like you can't do that. Like not right there. You definitely can't do that. And then it's part of the conversation is like, why do you make that call? But like, I I don't know. It's a call is a call. Right. But like at the end of the day, that shouldn't be the deciding factor, right? There are so many points throughout the rest of that game where that could have flipped. And, Mm. um, I think that's why I credit like Jalen Hurt so much is because through it all is just, you know what I mean? Yeah, nothing. Zen. Like I would have loved. I mean, I'll have to. See, I'm sure they have it. They probably had a camera on him at all times. But like I would have loved to see, as that flag is thrown, as the hold, and they figure out the call. I would love to see his reaction. Like you think that he even got a like a little bit of a frown on his face or what? Like he should be stone cold probably. Oh
3: man, I mean. I'd bet. But then again, out of all the years I've watched Jalen Hurts play, I can't remember the last time I've seen him show too much emotion. So the only thing know, I can think of is that point. squat video. I think
0: was that at Oklahoma when he got over there? Yeah. Dude. That was wild. I don't know if you've seen that one. He had way too many plates on that bar. I don't know why they put a quarterback under that much weight. Oh, yeah. That was impressive as hell. I don't know what's going on. Um, but he's a monster. Um, but back to to Coach Wheatley a little bit. Um a shift in the energy, in the focus. What is it about him when he when he enters a room and his kind of just his uh, persona, for lack of a better word, that has guys ready to, you know, follow him anywhere?
3: Man, I mean, you know, I could talk about passion all day, but I, f- I feel like one of the big elements to it, I feel like a lot of guys can relate to him. You know, a lot of guys that kind of grew up in rougher environments. You know, a lot of guys that that really have those NFL aspirations and, and really want to make it to the next level. And for especially the younger guys, you know, coming up, whether or not they played this past year, man, um, whenever he walks in the building, man, you know, it's time to it's time to work and it's time to lock in and focus up. You know and he's not scared to step on people's toes you know you talk about the press conference man he he toned it down a hundred times for the press conference <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I <laughs> love single, that. <laughs> um, every single time he's in the i still remember the first time we were in the weight room man i mean i'm not gonna say what exactly he said not that it was that terrible but you know it's for the team but uh i still remember the first time he kind of met the team in the weight room and everybody was looking around like oh yeah this is you know this is gonna be different we can already feel the energy so you know Again, man, he's just he's just so he's just so motivated, man. And and you could tell he really, really wants to be here and that this is really a spot that, that he feels he can make a change with. You know, being at home. He talked about how being at home was big for him and, and you could really see how much care he has for it, you know, still wearing wearing all the weighing gear and then the Detroit versus everybody. I feel like he's always wearing mm-hmm. one of those pieces every yep. time I see him. So yeah.
0: I'm gonna say your guys' big thing is uh, you know, this is our Detroit, right? Like that's like That's super, like, right here, right? That's you guys. So for him to come in, embrace that, and, like, double, triple down on it. Mm -hmm. I love it, dude. I love it. But Ty, got something.
1: One thing I wanted to ask, like Kobe said, we both had similar seasons as teams last year. Mm -hmm. I want to know, like, how do you go about every week knowing that really you was a couple players away from swinging swinging an entire game a whole different way? And how do you keep that same – determination and just try to keep uplifting your guys like how how tough of a challenge is that knowing that like some people don't some people play football for different reasons Mm -hmm. so when you're going out there and losing games they they heart not in it you know and then they head get out of it how Mm -hmm. like how tough of a challenge was that for you guys last year
3: oh man you know incredibly tough incredibly tough you know uh it wasn't especially towards the middle of the season there, man, it was, it was really the aura you could say kind of around the football team, man, it it wasn't great. And I mean, it's never going to be great when you're losing games, especially in the fashion that we was losing, but you know, my mentality through it all and, and some of the leaders mentality through it all on the team, man, it's just, you know, yeah, we're losing all these tight games, but you know, we're one play away, two plays away, three plays away, however many plays away it is. And it doesn't even come down to the fourth quarter all the time. Like, like you said earlier, uh, it it comes down to the little things. Uh, and so I feel like it was just coming into each and every week, understanding that, look, it's not like we can't play with any of these teams in the conference any of these teams in the country. You know, we've proven ourselves against some of the best competition we've been up there, you know, yep. obviously that's not enough. And we got to make those little adjustments and we just got to finish these games, man, and, and, and just keep sticking with each other. Because at the end of the day, you know, we can feel sorry for ourselves as much as we want, but but nobody's coming to rescue us. You know, we just got to take it week by week, keep getting better. And and every single loss and every single setback, we you just got to take it as a learning opportunity. And so that's kind of what my message was throughout the season, preaching to the guys, like, look, man, you can sit here and feel sorry for yourself that you're losing all these tight games. But, you know, at the end of the day, you got to look at yourself and at, at some point and say, look, we can do this. We are – and we're putting ourselves in these positions to win these games. It's just following three.
0: Burn the boats, man. Yeah. Burn the boats. You heard that one before from Goggins?
3: Oh, yeah. Burn the, the boats. Old, no I love that. Back.
0: You guys heard that one? No. It's basically no. like – uh, supposedly, again, I don't know how much like, truth there is to this, but when the Vikings would show up to conquer a land or something – they would get off their boats, get onto the island, and turn around and burn their boats. So there was no going back. They're all in. So it was either kill everybody on this island, or we're done for. So it's like burn the boats. Like this, we're all in right now. That's what it's got to be. I don't know, a little maybe a little yeah. corny. But when Goggins yeah, that's says it, super corny. When Goggin's <laughs> God, when it's coming from Goggin's and all, that, not mine. It's badass. All right, I did a kind of a piss poor way of explaining it. So yeah, I apologize. I say, that,
1: that, didn't, that didn't sound very enticing. <laughs> Man,
0: shut up. Go listen to Goggins say Hey, well look. To, <laughs>
1: all right. So to follow my question up. So when you look around the conference, GV mm-hmm. lose their head coach, couple of players hop on the portal. Sure, some more go. Ferris lose a lot of pieces. Probably the the, the biggest piece in Division Two in my eyes, and Caleb mm-hmm. Murphy, you know, is what four five teams with new head coaches. The GLIAC probably is wide open as mm-hmm. it's been in the past couple of years. And like I say, there's so many games where y'all are a play here, a play there, away. How do you? How do you, like, make guys realize? Because a lot of people don't see the vision, Capitalist. you know? Yeah. How do you make guys realize that this is something that is a true possibility and it can be achieved? How do you get that out of those guys? Like I said, because a lot of people don't see the vision. How do you make them see that vision?
3: Mm, yeah, it's a good question. Um, I feel like, and I'm going to give some credit to my teammates here, man, is, is, you know, like I said, we kind of hit some rough patches in the middle of the season, but, you know, the guys, they they truly didn't ever stop fighting. They truly didn't. As as upset they might have been or as, you know, uh dejected as they might have been uh because of all the things that we went through, man, they never stopped fighting. They never stopped believing that look, we could be we can't be one of the most competitive teams in the country. Um, and with all the movement that's gone around in the GLIAC, man, that's something that we've all been kind of keeping an eye on. And uh especially because, you know, our coach, I believe, was one of the first ones to to kind of leave. So, you know, as we kind of saw all the other uh pieces in the GLIAC moving around man we all kind of start looking at each other like look like this ain't just like some one-off thing we're not sitting here like we can't just be sitting here pouting like okay we're rebuilding or what this that like no there's a lot of different teams that are going to be in the same position that we're going to be in it's all about capitalizing on on uh the opportunity that we have you know and and it's kind of just resetting that that mindset you know um yeah, a lot of those teams, man, uh, getting new coaches, a lot of guys moving around, you know, especially at GV, where uh, their new head coach, man, was was uh, one of the coaches when I ended up coming to Wayne, and he knows mm-hmm. ball. So, you know, it's it's one of those things where just because these teams are are going to look a lot different, it doesn't mean that they're going to be uh, uh, any worse, uh, per se, or, or the matchup's going to be any easier, or we're going to be able to take advantage of these guys. You know, it's, it's all about opportunity, and, you know, we just got to take advantage of that.
0: I'm going to say that's been their thing, especially like the GVs and the Ferris's, right? Like not rebuild, reload, which is like dumb. I hate that saying, but like how else do you say that? Like that's what they do. So, and that's what that's what makes them, you know, like that upper step ahead. So that's what the teams like like you and like us are, are trying to get to. So um, yeah. I love it, man. But I'm excited for you guys to, you know, be around Coach Moore 1 and kind of really get that gel with the guys and kind of as the staff really shakes out, uh, finish up spring ball. Like I said earlier, man, up. Uh, that's all it is, right? Just keep trending upwards. But uh, Drake, really appreciate you, man. Glad we get you on here.
3: No, nah, man, thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Congratulations again on all the success, man. My man,
0: appreciate you. We'll be in touch, brother. We'll see ya. Yes, sir. Take care. Appreciate Drake. Good having him on. Um, good dude. He's good. yeah, good dude. That's what Very we all good. said, right? When we, it's always funny. Like when you, you know, you hang up with a dude on the on the pod and you kind of get my stuff situated. And we're like, for the most part, I mean, you, you got a couple of oddballs on here. For the most part, we're like. Yeah, I like that dude. Like, that was a good Kobe conversation. Be,
1: Kobe be sneak this on y'all.
0: Shut up, bro. As soon as y'all get don't up. Don't even oh say that. God. Don't even put that into the world, bro. You playing. <laughs> nev- playing. We should have never brought him on here. Man, he sucks. Dude. tell him you playing. I do not be saying that. Come on now.
1: He don't be saying that. He good. love all y'all. Come on, I man. I be feeling the type of way about something. Some of y'all be cornball. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. Up. I'm a practical jokester. <laughs> I be sitting there with a smile on my face. I'm just happy that, like,
0: it's it's come from, like, don't get me wrong, I still ask dudes to be on the show, right? Because, you like, I still got to reach out to dudes. But, like, it's come so far from, like, I don't want to say begging, but it felt like I really had to be persistent about getting dudes on the show. And now it's, like, usually I hit somebody up, and they're, like, they initiate, and they're, like, yeah, like, I'd be awesome. I'd love to be a part of this. And, like, he had some really nice things to say. So I appreciate you, Drake. I appreciate all of our guests that have come on here. Most contrary of
2: them. to popular <laughs> belief. Majority.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, it's been it's been fun, man. But let's stick in uh, in D2 for a little bit. Fair State, they add a D1 opponent to their 2023 schedule. Fellas, they released their schedule today, Thursday, as we're recording this. I'll pull it up here on the big screen for us to take a look at. And here is the schedule in 2023 for the Bulldogs. Now, right off the bat, August 31st versus Mercyhurst. I was not expecting that one. Mercyhurst was one in nine last year, and I'm pretty sure they gutted their entire coaching staff. They don't come from a great league, and where is, where is that? I believe Pennsylvania. I want to say I believe Pennsylvania because my my old boss, uh, my SID, is at Mercyhurst, which why I at least know a little bit about them, and I know enough to know their football team is not great. So tune up
1: for Ashland. What's up? That's a tune up for Ashland. A tune, oh, a
0: tune-up for Ashland. Okay, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think you are right. Um, so, going from Mercy Mercyhurst to Ashland, who
1: was... In <laughs> Ashland, a tune-up for Montana. Yeah. <laughs> and then... That's a hell of a tune-up. Montana, a tune-up for, for Northern Michigan.
0: Phone gray. <laughs> but, in all seriousness, all seriousness, Ashland, that was a tough one. Ashland top 10 team last year for maybe three or four weeks in a row. Like they were on the top of those polls ended up getting beat by Hillsdale, which was a kind of a shock to everyone. They in that lost conference. The Lake Erie too. They did. So which was weird. Very inconsistent. Yeah, we beat play the from shit them. out of Lake
1: Erie. So really we better than Ashland really inconsistent play out of them. Um, I don't want to play
0: that game, but um, Ashland's been a solid squad and they're going to be a solid team next year. So you bring in Ashland mercy Like I said, is kind of a questionable one, but then Montana, September 16th. That's the one we're going to talk about, right? So, uh, and also, you have to add in their American International, which I believe Grand Valley played last year and thumped. So I don't know what their story is. I can't really speak on their situation. Uh, well, They're the coming
1: to Ferris, so they come to get their ass
0: beat. Exactly. So, anyways, we were kind of on this. We uploaded the video six months ago. I posted a clip of it to Twitter earlier today. So hopefully, you guys uh, saw that one. But. Basically, I'll reference the same article I referenced when we were making that video from FBSSchedules.com talking about how the Grizz or Grizzlies, however, added Ferris to their schedule. They're going to host them in Washington Grizzlies Stadium in Missoula, uh, Montana on Saturday, September 16th. And this is what we had talked about, the $175,000 guarantee for playing the game. Again, according to this website, they had supposedly seen a copy of the contract. I don't know how much I buy that. But I don't think that number is crazy unrealistic for that level of you know that level of I school. Would say it's
1: pretty I don't realistic. know the, the the website is kind of is is kind of you know because in a situation that I'm in, you look at people's schedules. Like you can't go on somebody's schedule right now and see their schedule for the most part. But like I promise you, like majority of the school, you go see an entire team's schedule, Division One for the most part, whether it's FCS or FBS, you can see somebody's whole schedule. And it hasn't been released yet. Yeah. And when you go on Montana, you know what I'm saying, you'll see Fair State.
0: Yeah. It was so crazy. I mean, they, you're just trying to say, like they're usually they're on this. Like, shit. They usually, usually yeah. they're correct. So I don't know who's supplying them or who's yeah, they got yeah, sources, but they're somewhere.
1: Some I don't not a hundred not a yeah. money part. I don't know about all that. Yeah. But for like most part, like who plays who, they they be on this shit. And they were
0: on it, so I'm glad we trusted them to begin with. Imagine playing in this stadium, fellas. Holy shit.
1: That's an FBS stadium. And I guess really, when you're in Montana, like you can hill. do whatever you want. It, right? I mean, it ain't no shortage of land. You can make it as big as you want, right? Ain't so. no. And then who else coming up? Who else in Montana? Everybody going to the game. <laughs> There's not much going on. That's the whole not state. Not much else going on, man. That's the whole state in that stadium right now. <laughs> That's the whole state of Montana. So when they had... in a couple Idahoans. <laughs> <laughs> when they had game day out there, do you remember it was Montana versus yeah.
0: Montana State for game day? Now, Montana, I believe, was at one point, like, number 14 in the country for FCS. So this is not like some, you know, low-level FCS no, they're, team. They're it's good a at pity. you you're out. Exactly. They're consistently good, which yeah. is important. And then... You have they lost in the second round of the playoffs to NDSU, who went to the national championship. And then their rival, Montana State, was
1: number three or four. Yeah, Montana in the country. State is crazy.
0: And they went all the way to the semifinal game, mm-hmm. right? In which they lost to South, South Dakota, Dakota State. State. There you go.
2: Jackrabbits.
0: So a lot of good football there in Montana. they you know, is it all that steer wrestling? You just really like those type of muscles. I mean, imagine this. Full ass cow coming at you. You grab it and you're turning and twisting it to the ground, how does that compare to a defensive lineman?
1: Riddle me it that. It has nothing to do with Not steel wrestling. In Montana, when you have the entire state. Wrestler. You don't think so? The entire no. state of Montana is in that stadium right now because but, Montana oh. State playing away. They probably <laughs> yeah. don't even. They probably they just root for whoever They just in, switch in the out state. the shirt. Yeah, Whoever's home that weekend. Whoever in the state. It's like the Clippers and the Lakers. You One night you're a Clippers fan, the next night you're a Lakers fan. You just love L.A. <laughs> they just love Montana so much. When you got a whole state rooting for you like that, Montana and Montana State are Alabama and Auburn to them. Yeah. That's a great – I think that's a pretty good point, actually. So when you got the whole state – because what else is in Alabama? Don't even say it. I ain't even been. Montana is just nothing but mountains and probably coyotes. <laughs> and some Grizzlies too, probably I'd since they're Grizzlies. Hope so. And Bobcats um, too, because yep. the Montana. You know what I'm saying? Like to refute your argument.
0: No, not all Montana Montanians. How do you? Montanians. Montanians. Not yeah, Montanians. all of them are steel wrestlers. I would like to get the percentage of how many offensive linemen did they're, steel they wrestling as they grew up.
2: Or like farmers or something. Like yeah. Just like working.
0: What do you think that percentage would be? Because I might. I probably won't, but I'd like to find that out. I think it's over sixty percent of those guys Bad. have done steer wrestling growing up. Okay, realistic.
2: Sure, or like any of that stuff. Like yeah, that cowboy, like mm-hmm. rodeo, like rodeo, rodeo. Yeah. rodeo That's rodeo. the word. Because Pat
0: McAfee, I don't know if you saw, he did some of that when yeah. he was there for game day. Yeah, yeah. Electric, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Um, I've covered some rodeos up here in the UP. You I got, got rodeos up here. We got rodeos up How here. I used steer dude. wrestling. On ice? Have you back-
1: Shit.
0: <laughs> 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 um they're they're interesting for sure. I will I'll give them that. Um but anyways, rounding out the schedule for Ferris, you have all the uh, the obvious league opponents um and that starts with us September 30th. So they have a bye they week. Have a bye. it looks That's like, smart. Right? That's
2: very smart. Especially
0: coming off of a game like of you have that to caliber. Go to
2: Montana, it's not like you're going That's also true travel yeah, times. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Yeah. Across the nation.
0: Yeah, which obviously I mean, they'll be flying to that one if you're getting 175 yes, grand, right? They're
1: flying to that one. Yeah, okay, I would assume so. I don't know, man. They might save some money getting on the bus. That's I. I don't know. I, DI I, was I, talking I, about like the HBCUs, Alabama or I think it was Alabama State. had got flew out by UCLA. LA. They gave them a million dollars, and they spent all the money on travel. Didn't even profit from the game. Spent hmm. all the money on travel and hotels and feeding the kids to get their ass beat by 60. I, feel I like- would put them children on the bus.
2: I feel like It'll the make bus, you hungrier at a certain point. The bus might be more expensive. Think about gas. gas.
1: I would. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good point. Time, I don't like, know enough. All right, so they would have to treat me like a stripper and fly me out there. <laughs> you want us to play? You're gonna have to fly us out. Because <laughs> Ferris crazy. State a bad bitch. Back to back national champs. That ain't no normal. That ain't no IG model. they are being courted by a lot of. Yeah, they've being courted by a lot of teams. Probably. I'm yeah, I'm
0: saying this. I would assume is not the first FCS team to ask to play them, right, with
1: the, sure. the they state they've had.
2: one like, recently? I don't Noah? think so. No. no. Right? And would you want to put on your
1: schedule? I, it's a lose. Like, because you're like, all right, I'm going to play a D2 team. It's a lose-lose. That's a tune-up. That's like somebody scheduling South Dakota State next year. You don't want that on your schedule.
0: Yeah. Like, you're talking about, like, a, like a major, like, FBS team You schedule to go to state. Yeah. Because then and you like, win, and you're like, okay, yeah, they were supposed to beat them. Or then you lose.
1: Oh, oh my God.
2: God. The, <laughs> yeah.
1: the world's if, over, if, right? If, like, think about it. Like, like I say, the whole state of Montana is going to those games. You lose to Ferris State, <laughs> you, you got all the Big Rapids and Montanians in your stadium. <laughs> <laughs> You got to think about it. There's Montana, they
0: don't have no hey, internet. Fuck. Who is there travels well though. They do. They showed out to McKinney, Texas, too for their listen, two national championships.
1: Listen, Montana probably don't have no internet, no car, <laughs> no car in 1987.
0: You think there's just a bunch of Amish people out there when they
1: lose to Ferris? If they lose, to – I ain't gonna say win. I'm gonna say win. If they lose knocking. to Ferris, yeah. imagine when them kids find out it's something called a transfer portal. They just going all go play for it. Tony and East. Well, thankfully, I won't be internet. finding out on Twitter, apparently. They got 2015s. <laughs> they got apartments. They don't have to live in a hut no more. They don't have to walk three miles to get to the stadium. You're funny. They go to school for real now. Montana, not even a real place. Show me somebody who's been to Montana, I'll show you a fairy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to do the crazy ass. I'm finna start wearing my shades you again. Funny.
0: Um, but... We can kind of we can move on. We talked about it a bunch in the intro, the fireworks at the Super Bowl, right? Yep. Let's talk Super Bowl, and then we'll get to fireworks later, right? So, Super Bowl, we I, I mentioned it with Drake, the holding call at the end of the game, not ideal, and the conversation has been all about that. I don't want to come on here and rehash the entire thing because I think enough people who are smarter than us have kind of done that already. But um, that aside that was a hell of a game. Like that was one of the best Super Bowls that I can remember watching. In I remember recent history. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it felt like at any time, I think this was most importantly, it felt like as many times, ta- time, like either of these teams could have a big play and like that could be their game. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um,
2: felt like the team that had the ball last was going to win.
0: That's true. It yeah. felt like a chiefs it bills type. Yeah. Like that, you know, kind of like back how we talk forward. about the overtime yeah, type yeah, deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I totally like you get a like, thought process and then mine just went and it just left me. Um, oh, that's what I want to talk about. Mahomes, second Super Bowl, second MVP, joins uh, Brady and was it Montana? He has the only two others
1: to He's a that. top 10 quarterback of all time already. I top agree. Top 10. Somebody Which is some crazy, but I think so, man. Some people say like top five, that's a stretch.
2: Top five, not yet.
1: But he's top 10 right now. Which is insane for how what his age is, obviously. What's your top five NFL quarterbacks of all
2: time? Dude, right don't, now? I don't, I'm not smart enough to make that Brady, list.
1: Brady, Manning, Breeze, Marino, Joe Montana.
2: That's a really good list.
1: That's a pretty good list.
2: I can't even argue it. Like,
0: yeah, but it's hard because you just never know. Like, especially them with the older guys. But you got like, yeah, Marino. You got Montana. Because I, like, I can't argue with that. I don't, that don't one. think I'm he gonna passed
1: gonna... Favre yet. I don't think he passed Rodgers yet. But I will put him probably at eight. Mm-hmm. Eighth best quarterback of all time.
0: I say top ten for sure. And I've, like you know, they even masked Peyton,
1: and Peyton said he has a Hall of Fame resume right now. So, right now, to, yeah. right today. Mm-hmm. right now today, right now today, like hang up the cleats. Get fitted Hall for a fame, jacket. Right not to date. <laughs> he ain't even got to wait the years to be eligible. Right not to date. <laughs> um, either way,
0: that game was awesome. He wins the Super Bowl MVP. Jayla Hurts should have won it, That's exactly what I was going to say. What did you think about that? Because obviously the MVP, eight times out of ten, nine times out of ten, goes to a guy on the winning squad. Yeah. But, like, it's not illegal, right, for it to
1: go to – because he, to, in my eyes, was the most valuable player in that game. I don't think they'll ever give it to – a losing player. It's a bad yeah. look. Because, like, LeBron should have won it in 2015 uh-huh. when they lost to the Warriors. Like, it's its hard for you to give, yeah, you won, but here's the most valuable player. And then, like, do you even want to accept that? Yeah. Exactly. Because then you got to keep a losing player on the field – with this whole celebration, cause what you gonna do?
0: That's true, cause you gotta present the yeah. You no, gotta I,
1: present yeah, the award. I don't, I don't, I don't think remember that
2: them ever giving it to like since I remember giving it to that the only
1: person that, that I know that ever won like MVP of a losing like championship was uh, Jerry West. Really? Yep. I did not know that. They lost. I'm it the I just
0: know that, that they, if they can do it. I know it. Like it's not like impossible. There's not written that like. Thou shall not give award yeah, to losing player. I don't just, think they
1: should, though. No, they should. Because the yeah. optics, bro, that would just be crazy. Agreed. I mean, now Jalen Hurts got to sit among now that you all say that, these celebrating yeah. Chiefs, stand on top of this float with Gadeo, Mahomes, Frank Clark, and Chris Jones to accept the trophy. Super Bowl MVP, then, like, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, because then, What do you like, have to say about your award?
2: Then, yeah, he would, he'd be like, we lost. Like,
1: he's. Especially no, no. Jalen too. Jalen yeah. wouldn't
0: give any like, and then you have to imagine too, like if he's gonna stay out there, then you got other guys who are gonna stay out there with him, so he's not alone.
1: I would imagine,
0: right? Like a couple guys, like, you know what I mean? I don't but think then, they beat him up. That's not what I'm. It's not like a security detail. Oh, I was
1: gonna say I don't. I don't think that the Chiefs would have beat him up.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, guys would want to stay out there and support him to see him accept the award. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't, his guys. the only
1: way that, the only way that you can do that, like, have an opposing player win it, is you announce it like days after.
0: Yeah, where you're separate from the actual event. That's, a, all that's the,
1: the only way you can do it if you announce it not, days they're, after. They're
2: not going to
1: change that. Mm. Exactly. So. Actually, it
0: might not be the most, the dumbest thing because it doesn't have to be days later. But maybe like even the next day because then you kind of keep the headlines like, going. Like, the or NFL, if you're like the right? next
1: day, but like yeah, just so you can keep it, just so you can keep it like fair, yeah. really. Because so, Jalen Hurts was the best player in that football game. Agreed. Agreed. Mahomes didn't even pass for 20 yards. I was going to say I got the stats
0: here: 21 for 27. 182 yards, three tuds, which is a pretty damn good stat line. Then, Come on, he
1: threw two gimmies.
0: On the, yeah, but I'm just talking stats, straight stats. Obviously, I watch I'm going to shut up. Go ahead. We watch the game. Mm-hmm. We watch football, right? Yep. We, 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 we watch, watch football. football.
1: They watch the game, I watch ball.
0: Exactly. We watch football. We understand, like, there are certain throws that are gimmies, like you said. But stats are stats, and his PFF grade or whatever you want to go that route is going to be, yeah, I'm not like a big PFF something. guy. Yeah, I'm not a big PFF guy either. But... You add on the rushing part of his game, actually it was impressive. Six carries for forty-four yards. That one big scramble, kind of. And really, I just want to talk about that because the ankle was the topic of conversation. He had that one kind of fluke tackle where it didn't look that bad. Remember, we're watching it and we're like, "Yeah, he didn't really get rolled up or anything, but he got up and he was like seriously limping." And faked then it. he comes out and like, he "Faked it."
1: You think so? No, you're just bullshit. I don't, I I
0: don't
2: I high, know what they put. I had a in high ankle sprain yeah, my that's freshman what I'm year. what saying.
1: No, no, no. I had a high ankle sprain my freshman year. It's like the slightest. Oh, even. yeah. I've, I've been there. Trust me. Boom. Oh, it's over with. <laughs> you think it's over You think You think you're dying. You go over there. You pop 2,000 milligrams of ibuprofen. No, nah, they in the NFL. They got more they, than yeah, ibuprofen. I like, he, probably he popped no ibuprofen.
2: Took some morphine and just <laughs> like in a military oh, movie. Oh, you, just, movie. You, like, shoot,
1: you shoot him up a little bit, he can't feel nothing. Patrick Holmes yeah. was so high that he second half. He came out of the blue tent skipping. Yeah, he was probably so high <laughs> that second half. It was He limp, he limped, he limped to the locker room. He probably did six backflips consecutive <laughs> coming <laughs> out. <laughs> he was running off straight, adrenaline, and streaming on halftime performance. <laughs> I always think, of when I think of this,
0: and the kind of way we were talking about this, that clip of LeBron, when he comes down, he's dribbling, and he has that moment of, like, he's, like, acting like, oh, like, I'm so tired, and he gets kind of sloppy with the
1: ball. And yeah, shoot a three. And right then, in your shit. no,
0: then the dude presses him, he uses the moment to, he, like, turns it back on, gets around and right to the basket, easy laying. And I remember someone quoted the tweet and was like, this is how the old heads at LA Fitness be playing, like, they'd be acting. <laughs> I did see know, that. He was yeah. in the corner, he was like. yes. And, and then then he just he's drove around. Yeah, to see that. So that is the equivalent of kind of like what you were getting at is like, oh, you know, the these defenders thinking he's got a bum ankle, whatever. All of a sudden he's splitting defenders in the middle of the field. Like, what the hell is going on? I thought that, that was, was the was worst ridiculous. football
1: field anybody's ever played. on. Yeah, that, that we crazy. can talk about
0: that a little bit too. And what what really sucks is that they were touting the sod father like crazy before the game. This was his last Super Bowl and he's yep. maintained the field for all these different Super Bowls and retired
1: last year. Apparently a side But no, they was say washed. they painted the entire field. Is that what they said? Yeah, they painted the whole field. Now, who thought
0: of that? I have never made a field of side in my life. I can tell you that's not a good idea.
1: They say they painted the whole field. Because, like, they say, like, the field was two years in the making. They spent 800000 on it. Mm. They rolled it in and out every day so to it get could get sunlight. natural yep. sunlight and stuff like that. They say they painted the whole field. And when, the, with the Arizona humidity, when the sun went down, it got slick like that. Like, if you watch, like, any, like, it wasn't just, like, over, like, painted areas. They yeah. were slipping everywhere. It was. And grass don't do that. I don't care, like, what you do to the grass. Grass not that slippery. And it didn't rain in there. I'm
0: going to say, unless, obviously, you know, they you had to do like They painted they painted
1: the whole field and the humidity made. I did not know that. That Why would you paint a whole football field?
0: That's what I'm saying. I've never so done that in my like life. The green
1: like, was they said it. They, they said they painted the whole field. Why
2: would? It doesn't make any sense unless the grass didn't look good, like
1: for TV. You that's what you I'm know thinking, what I mean? right? Like they had like, to have
2: this
0: image
1: of Super Bowl, like football. maybe it was just like I don't know, probably like yellow.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's, Arizona <laughs> it's Arizona. Arizona Man, it ain't going to be the Amazon, you know what so I mean? So that's like, why
1: they, they say they painted the whole field. Mm, that's sure. that's bad. That you should have just well
0: whole, relate that. Stat line, we just talked about Mahomes. Hurts, 27 for 38, 304 yards and a touchdown. And not only like the stats were great, he's also a leading, he leading rusher on his team with 15 carries for 70 yards and three tuds. Yeah, that's crazy. And like, not that it, it's not this way with Patrick Mahomes, but the entire offense runs through Jalen Hurts. And that's anyone at the quarterback position, I understand that. But we saw, I think at the beginning of the year, too, they talked about like this Eagles offense is so loaded you could put Joe Schmo in there? Well, you couldn't because we saw Gardner Minshew go in there and played well, but but not they didn't win. exactly. He played good, yeah, but they didn't win exactly. And so that's why when you talk about MVP and then you have to get into like, what does MVP really mean? Like most valuable player. And I I just did don't, you see? Uh, I never like it.
2: Kelsey and Mahomes basically said that Jalen Hurst deserved the MVP. Mm-hmm. Like even Mahomes said that. Yeah,
0: he did. Um and. Mahomes, we've got a kind of a. This is my one kind of like funny video for us today, and I have to turn the the volume on the TV up for this one. But Mahomes post game, uh, I'm sure. Sorry, at the parade. Is this where he almost falls off? No, I wish I. I don't have that video up right now. Um, but at the parade, he gave the trophy you know, to a fan. He did, which is crazy. But at the game, you know, you're putting down brews, right? And what happens when you put down a lot of brews, fellas? I would No, I don't drink beer. Okay, well, uh, I'm 21. I'm of age. I've had a few brews in my lifetime, and uh, when you drink a lot of brews, you got to break the seal. Hmm? He goes into the porta, You got to take a
1: piss. Oh, uh, I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> I shut I'm like, bro, what? <laughs> well, I never heard that. No, you got to, that's what <laughs> it means. Yes.
0: Anyways, you got to, you get a lot of brews, and you got to break the seal. He goes and does that in the porta potty. And uh, this was the reaction of the fans, them dude. Look at their are surrounding the porta john. He comes out. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah it took a piss. Look, he's doing the walk. <laughs> he, he's had a few too many words. Yeah, like I said,
0: he, he is definitely. It. He definitely had. Uh, a few brews there before that. I just thought that was awesome. These guys, I mean, everyone in attendance there has had probably
1: a few too many. I think we can probably, uh, probably agree on that. But if Philly would <laughs> have won a Super Bowl again, the entire city would have been in the flames. <laughs> they'd have burnt. They'd have burnt Philly. <laughs> there down. would no. There there, there would be, be a, no Philly. <laughs> there would no be Philly. That's good. Um, but
0: we can we can pivot here and finish our conversation about the fireworks. Rihanna, real or fake, conspiracy or not, fake. We have the video here of Rihanna's Super Bowl halftime fireworks above, I forget the stadium is called, the Arizona. State Farm. State, State Farm. Farm stadium. stadium. Fellas, here it is. The stadium look fake, don't it? No, it does not. Oh, Shut I, up. Here come the fireworks in three, two, one. And wh- 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 I'll do the sound effects for you
2: guys. Those look real to me. Those are real fireworks. No, it's
1: not this one. It was...
2: It's when they go, when they have all of them. Is that you're yeah
1: it's like like it was like uh disney princess fireworks <laughs> you know what i actually did think like
2: in you know the disney opener and the yeah, disney man, opener fuck out of like, here look at those those are real
1: the,
0: the, but see how it's lighting up the stadium like that is real the
1: fuck out of here fam
0: i know what you mean though when the disney opener plays and all the fireworks are going across
1: the castle Bro, you can see it you can see it she's looking up you can't see no fireworks I'm confused. What do you mean? Like you can't see no fireworks. They're not, they're so going this, the stadium. Up. So the the where she's is, at, the dome is open, right? Yeah. Yeah. You can see. You Remember, can see. Mike. Mike. There you go. So the, people can hear you. My bad. The dome open. Yeah. The top was open. So she looking up, right? Yeah. The cameras at an angle, so you see her like this. You yes, can't exactly. see any fireworks. It don't matter if she looking if they going straight. You would have seen them behind her. Because it's not the camera's like this, so it's pointed up in the air. If anything was shooting up behind her, you'd have saw it. We did, but, didn't we? Isn't that how we, we saw them? No, you don't see the fireworks when she's looking in the air. You only see the fireworks go, from the camera outside.
2: Can we, do they go? No, all the way we saw around.
1: them from inside. No, you don't. Yeah, because it was yeah. a cable cam. Yeah, if I, I remember correctly. Yeah. There's a cable
0: cam that pulled back, it was a really cool camera movement. I, I can't pull up the actual one from the broadcast because I'm not allowed to. I ain't see that. I'm yeah, looking at Rihanna. I'm like, those
1: fireworks look fake as hell. And then that wasn't an angle either on TV.
0: No, that was not on TV. Yeah, I just want to show I'll, you the fireworks. The,
1: the angle on TV, nigga. And when they show her, she's looking in the air, You can hear the fireworks going off. Can't see anything. Can't see anything. You had to do some more research on that for us. Find out if it's, it's conspiracy
0: as a as some rational. She probably to not even
1: pregnant for real.
0: <laughs> no, that's crazy. Oh, this should a sham. <laughs> the pregnancy. The fireworks, man. The she, whole she bowl. wasn't even out there. That, was, that wasn't fucking Rihanna. That, that wasn't, wasn't her.
1: fake. That was fucking uh uh who? Brianna. <laughs> it was Brianna. Did you break your mic over there? What did you do? I ain't even gonna fuck with it, man. Just I'm like- gonna just. <laughs> I'm sure I can't get know, it back up. Like so I gotta like- lay like this. He's halfway on gotta, the couch by now. You gotta twist the
0: twist the knob, and then you can then you can bring it up. You feel me? Bro, this not
1: tough as fuck. <laughs> Come on, let's just finish the episode so I get out of here. <laughs>
0: So to wrap up the Super Bowl talk, this is what this is what I wanted to talk about was the Twitter fingers and fellas. It all started with this on Valentine's Day from Juju and he says, "I'll hold you when it matters most." A little bit of a time because this is what all the sports teams do. They do like some funny little things and Juju, thank you for fixing your mic there. I see I see you tie. Uh Juju took his own spin on this after that obvious holding call. Um and, or sorry, not, obviously, after the holding call, I didn't mean there's an obvious holding call. I misplaced the words there. But this is what stirred up a lot of drama from the NFL world just the other day. And uh, we'll see the response here from A.J. Brown, a.k.a. 1K Always Open, says, First off, congratulations. Y'all deserve it. And then he goes on to say, This is lame. You was on the way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career. On your one-year deal, TikTok boy. He admitted that he grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or ever was. But congratulations again with emojis. (laughs) Top five. We're talking about top five quarterbacks all time. This is honorary top five clapbacks of all time. I thought that was fantastic.
2: TikTok, boy. How many times do you think he read that over before he tweeted it?
0: See, I was thinking about that, but the way this is so hectic and sporadic all over the place, like that sentence right there. You typed it once, you
1: make sure you have no typos, and you hit Sam. That's
0: exactly what I'm thinking. Because when you
1: read right here, you read, um, what is it?
0: You was on your way out of the league before Mahomes resurrected your career, or no. Yeah. He grabbed you, but don't act like you're like that or ever was. I'm like, holy shit, this is a run-on sentence. Like, brother, put a... I don't even know what in there. parenthesis, okay, a comma. Professor, Professor
2: Manzo. <laughs> yeah, like, Jesus.
0: It was like it took me like two times to understand, like a read it and
1: comprehend what he was saying. Juju was lame as hell for that. He was. Agreed. Juju's a agree bomb. That. He is. He is a bomb. He was lame as just off the strength of it'd be different if they was like, man, I hold him. Uh, it'd be different if this was like Oh, that's the wrong. One. He like admitted. Four him. months down the line, the cause like two days later, and he said it that night, yeah, I held him. It was a good call. Yeah.
2: yeah. He owned Unless to he it, like. had hit
1: Brady up and been like, hey, yo, bro, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm finna the post, this is all funny games. You feel me? Let your people's know. Da, 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 da. Yeah, if you hit him up beforehand and be like, yeah. Had Juju went for 250 and four touchdowns, A.J. Brown would have had to shut up. Meanwhile, though,
0: do you want to look at the stats from Juju from this year?
1: Chauncey Garner-Johnson had more interceptions than he had touchdowns.
0: There you go. Juju posted six times as many TikToks as he scored touchdowns this season. 18 TikToks posted, three touchdowns
1: scored for at Team Juju.
2: It's probably good for him in the year in the season, though. <laughs> yeah, he, was, it he was, was so busy. It I was, mean. No,
1: it was bad when, when he was in Pittsburgh. It was like Pittsburgh three was, a day. It was.
0: Yeah. When he dancing on logos and shit. That had to stop. Crazy. That had to stop.
1: But I don't even, and Juju like he's not ass. Stat of the day, right I think there he just course. got I think he got fat. He way bigger than what he really was when he first came in the league. Think so? Yeah, he got fat. TikTok, changed he's gonna him. be a tight end. Soon. TikTok, changed think about him. how
2: good he was like his rookie year, his first oh, yeah, years his a couple
1: years. No, he's playing with AB. Don't 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 do that. When you got AB on the other side of you, I'm not gonna say like how true, good but, like, true.
0: but he was like he was a legit rec- like he is nice. AB or not. He yeah exactly he is
1: nice exactly. So, he not as nice. I think he got fat, but it is what it is. Unless you Tyree killed, you're Tyreek Hill, you're not going to get no real work in Kansas City offense anyways, like receiver. Because mm. they're going to make Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey going to always be the focal point, whether Tyreek Hill was there or not.
0: Look at our boy Bryant in the replies over here, by the way. I mean, it's just a billion times easier to post a TikTok than to catch a touchdown in the NFL. Bryant, we know. That's not why it's funny. All right? Love you, Bryant. But <laughs> come on, man. Who is that? Uh, he is from Northwood, transferred to Central, uh, tight end that plays there. But uh, um, <laughs> come on, man, everybody was he knows on the podcast that. before? No, he is not that.
1: Well, how was I supposed to just know him
0: then?
2: Oh yeah, you know, my guy Bryant. That's
0: Bryant. My bad. I Bryant. know Bryant. Y'all don't know him. You go our boy, our boy. My bad, brother. Um, we can move on. Brother.
1: Sorry, Bryant. Don't call me that shit. Don't call I was telling shit. Bryant. Sorry, fam. Hey, bro, in the podcast. We got yeah, one explode. more piece. We got one more piece, and we're done. You do that. Oh, my God, bro. I got to get a haircut. My a birthday this weekend, You get a haircut bro? tonight? Yes. Who, John? No. Who open right now? It's 830. Bro, I am Mr. Marquette, bro. They going to fit me in when I want to get here. Get out of here. Bro. That's
0: crazy. Mr. Marquette is wild. But uh, the <laughs> XFL, that's what, that's what I wanted to finish on today. The XFL, uh, it's time for the XFL to pick off where – the NFL is now over with. XFL is their time to shine. League kicks off this weekend. They had a game Saturday night. I believe it's 8.30 on Saturday, so uh, tomorrow, if you're watching this on Friday, we post this, and then they got two games on Sunday, and it's going to be really interesting. I'm excited about the XFL, and I wanted to start with this, guys. Got some a couple decently big former NFL names that'll be competing in the XFL just this weekend. They're kind of headlining this, as you see here from BR Gridiron. The first one, Josh Gordon, who has have- had...
2: Hope they don't have any drug tests. Yeah. Son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> Has had a very tumultuous career and is full of headlines and other things. Was played wasn't he in like the fan control football league and arena league yeah, or something for so. a little bit. He'll right Manziel. Yes, exactly. Um, and I just, you know, you hope he plays well in this, right? Because it's definitely a step up from those leagues. So Josh Gordon He's playing football.
1: Uh what's that? He's in NFL last year.
0: Yeah, Look. on a practice squad Kansas
1: though, right? Z. Practice squad. Was He Kansas no, He City? played with Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. He got he got signed to the practice squad, but then he got promoted to that. Okay, crowd. I didn't know that. Okay, that's sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, he was in the league last year. Yeah, so and good for him.
2: He was with Seattle before
1: that? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well,
0: he's back in Seattle, but this time he's playing for the Sea Dragons, Not which Seahawks.
2: Kind of sick. Yes,
0: 100%, dude. The XFL has stepped up their uniform game. A lot of re-overhauled I, logos. The Pittsburgh Maulers changed their colors and some other things, too, which is pretty sweet. I love the, the XFL. Not gonna,
1: XFL yeah. news. The Michigan Panthers let go of Jared Fisher. I know. I kind of sound
0: like he stepped away, but I'm not sure. I'm not going to have to verify that. But um sticking on the NFL guys here. XFL. Yes, but NF, former NFL guys in the XFL. No, nope,
1: they're XFLers okay, now.
0: Okay, pal. Uh Josh Gordon. Who
1: over this? Artavis wow.
2: Bryant. I forgot. He Vegas goals. Vipers.
1: Vic Beasley next. <laughs> Vic Beasley and. Um, you definitely
2: seen this. shit <laughs> I actually know who the last one
1: is. Uh, what's what? a team? Paxton what? Lynch. Yep. Shut up, bro! You looked at this earlier. You definitely seen this. I don't. You definitely just looked this shit up on your phone. I don't want to hear this. How I look it up on my phone?
0: Because it's on Twitter. And you're not from Montana, so you have Twitter.
1: Montana? <laughs> oh, I'm like, what Montana got through anything? I thought he played for the, uh, nah. Tampa, is it Tampa Bay? Lynch? Yeah. It's in Florida. Orlando.
2: Yep. What's their mascot?
1: I don't know. Magicians?
2: Gar- Magicians. <laughs> Guardians.
0: <laughs> yes, but, uh, Paxton Lynch and, uh. Somebody big, big from Ferris just team. signed
1: with a, U- so. with a USFL team. Did they? Yep. Who? As a corner from last year's team. Not this year, but the first national championship team. Hmm. Saw it on Twitter. Don't know who. Don't know how I found it. Don't know how I saw it. But it was there. Congrats to him. Yeah,
0: congrats to him. We'll have to look into that. Um, But to finish it up, XFL, just want to talk about it a little bit. Um, Looks like a couple rule changes coming to this year. Uh Uh-oh. Sounds like universal challenges. This one here says fourth and 15 onside kicks, which I definitely have to find here. Hold on. What does that mean? Um, one thing, too. The sports gambling interest. Something they've taken a look at for the XFL, right? Because gambling is just huge right now. Like, it is massive. Yes. I wouldn't and know. And, yeah, right? None of us would know, but as a, as a, as a world, as but a country... But I have
2: heard that it's, it's real popular. We've heard rumblings. Yes.
0: Yeah, we've heard rumblings. You know, we're very, uh, You know, what do they say, ear to the ground over here. Just very in tune with what's going on.
2: We're not in Montana, so we know what's going we, on. We Yeah, here. we
0: do. Um, And... ESPN coordinating producer Brian Jeruk said Wednesday, he said, we're going to grow sports betting with the XFL as Vegas grows. So he said in a conference call, our understanding is that Vegas needs to see a few weeks of football before they expand to prop bets and live lines and other things. So I would assume this first week or two is going to be very, you know, trial and error as far as the see. XFL sports bets go, but I know there's
1: going to be some I football would bet guys. Josh, I will bet a thousand dollars, Josh Gordon, 40 yards. Yeah. If I were to bet, and if I was a betting man, I'm not a betting man. I'm an NCAA student-athlete. Exactly,
0: exactly. That's I don't you even know. do it you're not. These are all hypotheticals. Um, But those first few weeks, right, are going to be kind of like touch and go. But I guarantee you, like, the way that the bettors that we know have an itch to bet on football, they're going to be all in on this oh, shit. Yeah. They sure. are going to be all in on this for shit. Sure. For and
2: for I know sure. people I think, that will bet on, like, like vid, e- like yeah. e- what is that called? esports? There you so go. There you go. So bet on this. Yeah, hundred percent. Like people will go on the app and look to
1: see what they can bet on in that day. Like, what can I bet on? Oh, these look like good odds. Yeah, <laughs> like bro, you just bet on uh, cricket, <laughs> and and bro, do you the know parlay, how to play cricket? cricket? Bro, the odds was like negative thousand, bro. <laughs> but you got to win a couple dollars. The parlay is still gonna hit.
2: But, polo, <laughs> yeah. India.
1: But I think it's
0: very smart because when you Talk about finding different ways to entice people to actually watch the XFL. Gambling and sports betting is a huge one because you think about for people who gamble, they're that that the reason for them gambling really is just to be so much more invested because they feel like they have a stake in the game, right? Because their money's in it. So if you give people that extra stake in the game and that make the outcomes more meaningful for that select, excuse me, that select amount of people, I think it's great. I think it's great. He says that uh, we'll be very aggressive in talking about sports betting during the games, the XFL. I can see them doing some crazy shit too because they do a lot of things that are just very different, especially from uh, the NFL. And I wanna, I'm going to find here. Here's a couple changes that they're making right here. A change that fans may celebrate is that fumbles that occur inside the field of play and exit the end zone will not result in the turnover and a touchback giving the defending team possession of the ball from its own 20-yard line. Unlike the NFL, the team that fumbled the ball will retain possession from the spot of the fumble.
2: How? What? Did y'all just hear that? How I heard that?
1: Yeah. I didn't process it. I mean, I guess. It's like. How the fuck are they going to do that? Because it's just like when you fucking. Like when DK, the COVID year. He's going to score a touchdown. Mm. Fucking Trayvon Diggs punches the ball out on the one-yard line. Go through the end zone, touchback. I guess. But at the same time, like, no, because if you fumble, you shouldn't be rewarded with the ball.
0: Another one here, and this says, In an attempt to encourage more returns on kickoffs while maintaining player safety, Only the kicker and returner on kickoff plays will be allowed to move until the ball is caught or after the ball has been on the ground for at least three seconds.
2: That is so stupid. It's going
0: to be very weird. I don't know how it's going to play out. I'm very interested to see it. It says it's going to be similar to the way the kickoff was in the 2020 XFL season. At the start of the kickoff, both teams will be lined up five yards apart. The kicker kicks the ball. I guess he can run down the field. Yeah. And then the returner can run, so you get like a one on one matchup, then everyone else, as soon as he catches it, why
2: don't you just, just goes like, at it?
0: So that does I also you just put
2: like a like an actual skill player at kicker.
0: That can go make plays. They can
2: go make plays. Like a Jeff
0: Heath would be yeah. perfect for this shit. Yeah.
2: Starting safety. Who's the guy for the, the Chiefs safety right now?
0: Justin Reed. Justin
2: Reed. Mm-hmm. He can kick. Like a guy like that would be great at
0: this. He'll yeah, definitely be fielding some calls from SFL teams. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's going to actually go down to the XFL. <laughs> he's set down to the minors. <laughs> but
0: very interesting. And then finally, teams will have the option, instead of onside kicks that are typically lower percentage plays, for one down to convert a fourth and 15 play to retain possession and keep the offense on the field. So you score a touchdown, you want the ball back. You're not kicking an outside kick. You can choose to go fourth and 15. you got to get 15 yards.
2: Didn't they do something like that?
1: Yeah, they Ryan. did that. They did that the first time. But I like yeah. that. I like I that a that lot. Too, to I think honest. that's awesome. Because I feel like the outside yeah. kick would be weak as hell. It really is, man. Like, unless the return unless the return team just fuck it up, like, they going to mm-hmm. get the ball. Fourth and 15, you got to nut up and get a stop. And the offense got to call. They got to have a play call. And it's not so fluky to where they go out there. Exactly. They're running a bunch of luck. You got a real play. Like, your whole playbook is wide open. A lot more
0: skill. It's not, like you said, it's not dependent on a fluke or a weird bounce or whatever. And I think what's really cool about it, too, we really think about is that Talk about getting into this situation in the context of the game is that your offense probably just went on this drive down the field, right? The defense has been out there. They're gassed. The offense is too, but for a defense to be out there for that long is really tough. Now you got to come out and make one more stop, right? And these guys are going to be just pumped. So I'm excited to see that. I think it'll be pretty sweet. I'm rooting for the XFL. I definitely will be tuning in. Um, I
2: like the XFL way more than the USFL.
0: Right now I feel like they're in a much better position than the USFL. But that's just... Neither of them played a snap of football this year. So I guess we're going to see what the product looks like. That'll be interesting too. Will we be able to tell a difference watching USFL to XFL games in the product of football? What do you think?
1: The USFL is um, SEC. The XFL is Pac-12, Big 12.
0: Really? You think so? Yeah, USFL are going to be
1: more low scoring, better athletes, things of that sort. The XFL will be very high scoring, not a lot of defense, a lot of shenanigans.
0: A lot of shenanigans, yeah! I'm ready for some shenanigans.
1: I bet you is. <laughs> that's all we got today, fellas.
0: I told you I say short episode, then it turns into a
1: yep longest one to date.
0: No, we always finish like right around an hour. Like it's it's creepy close how we're always wrapping up. No matter what I put on the rundown, it's like an hour. It's really odd. But I feel like I, I, and I never thing. look at the time.
1: The Cardinals released Vance we're Joseph. I don't know who that is. They're D.C. Never heard of a coordinator being released. That's really odd. Because they hire Philly defensive coordinator as their head coach.
0: Yeah, and then Philly's offensive coordinator is going to the Colts, correct? Yeah. So they lose both coordinators. It's wild. Eric Bieniemy is interviewing with for an O.C. job with the commanders.
1: Bro, what?
2: I think he's just trying to, like... Right, that's where you're going with Adam yeah. right? Like, wow. I think, like... Bro to prove that it's not just Andy Reid. that's it's a dumb
1: not... narrative though to me I mean that... Andy Reid Andy Reed got maybe 2 years left in him if I'm the enemy I'm just going to stay there and then when he when he get done take we... the reins take the reins he's yeah. going to take the yeah. reins
0: hmm. NFL been weird NFL is weird only thing weirder than that is this podcast
1: thank you for and tuning people in people from Montana
0: and people from Montana who don't have internet and won't see any of this <laughs> podcast anywhere <laughs>
1: You're going to have an outrageous amount of Montanians slander this podcast. But they won't see it. You're to talk about it. Montana. Who knows of the Upper Peninsula? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Washkegan, Montana. Washkegan. I just made that up. I'm going to look up Montana uh State capital. Uh Thank you for listening. D1 Rejects.